I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Wednesday, July the 6th, and I hope you're having a good day. It's supposed to be another warm one today. Uh, it was warm yesterday, and uh, praise the Lord, we got some rain last night, and uh, we're looking forward to a wonderful time together today on the winning side. This is 95.9 FM, if you're listening locally, uh, WVFV, Voice for Victory Radio. We are a uh, ministry of Victory Baptist Church. The radio station is a ministry of the church, and uh, we also have this broadcast. It's going out on our radio app and also on our podcast, and we're thankful that you folks are joining us on uh, those uh, different platforms. And then uh, those that are watching on Facebook, we welcome you today, and those that are watching on YouTube, hope you're having a good day. Thank you for joining us, and uh, I, I tried to get my hair fixed today so I could be on the on the TV, on the, on the uh, video, and so I got one or two that are out of place. But other than that, I think it's a good hair day. And uh, most days are a good hair day when you don't have much to work with. But uh, I hope you're having a great day. A happy birthday today to Remington Langley. And I hope you have a good day. I hope your parents and uh, grandparents, everybody spoils you good today. And uh, I want to tell you, we are excited about tonight, our prayer meeting and Bible study tonight. We didn't have it last Wednesday uh, because of Kids Crusade. We had some of our church members that came and, and, uh, and joined us for that Wednesday night. We had a lot of church members last week that joined us and helped us Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, and then last Wednesday after Kids Crusade, we had a whole army of folks that stayed and helped. We got everything put away, cleaned up, put back together. It was just a, it was a blessing, and it was a great week. But I'm looking forward to tonight, getting back to our uh, midweek service. The teens will have their service, Teens on Target. Um, there'll be the Summer Kids Club. It'll be a wonderful service tonight. And then Sunday, you don't want to miss Sunday. I, I can't, I can hardly wait for Sunday. I look forward to it, and I'm excited about what the Lord has in store for us. Uh, let's be in prayer for our church. Uh, let's pray for our school. I was over at the school yesterday, a lot of activity, uh, painting going on, uh, landscaping going on, uh, books are getting uh, sorted and curriculum and all that getting all set. And it's going to be a wonderful, wonderful school year. But let's pray for our school. And then let's pray for our missionaries. Pray for folks that are all around the globe right now. Uh, every day when I come to work and every day when I go home, I walk down that missions hallway uh, with all of those boards. I think we're up to 90 missionaries. The, the number changes. You know, we've got some church planners that we support for uh, two years or three years or something. And so that changes. And then we're adding missionaries. We have missionaries that come home uh, from the field, some for health reasons. We've had a few that have had to come back uh, with uh, the shutdowns and the lockdowns. They just, they, they could not do anything. Uh, some couldn't get back to the field, but I hope you pray for our missionaries. And uh, we've got that list we print out every year in January with a list of all the missionary names and the children. Hope you pray for them. Let's uh, hear a song. Here's the Webster family. I was uh, texting Brother Webster last 
uh, let's see, I guess it was last Friday, and uh, he is, they're excited about coming. They'll be here next month, and they're hoping to have their new CD finished and with them when they come uh, for a Sunday in August. So we're looking forward to that. But here's a great song that they sing, uh, Tell the Mountain. And after this song, we'll get into our Bible study in Psalm 100. thank the Lord we've got a God who is bigger uh, than any mountain. And, and by the way, that's not to say that the mountains are not big. No, they're very big. The mountains that you face and the, the burdens and the obstacles in your way, they are big. Uh, but we have a God who is bigger. We used to sing when I was a, I think when I was a teenager, maybe even younger than that, I remember this song. We used to sing it in church. Um, we do choruses sometimes on Wednesday nights. Uh, in our church. And of course, you know, we'd still have hymns and that too. But uh, one old chorus we used to sing, Got any rivers you think are uncrossable? Got any mountains you can't tunnel through? Well, God specializes in things thought impossible. He does the things 
others cannot do. And I'm glad we have a God who is bigger uh, than any mountain. He's bigger than any giant. He's bigger than any walls that may be in your way. Remember that story of uh, Jericho and how the spies, they were so afraid of those walls are so big. Well, guess what God did? He knocked them down. He knocked them down flat. And uh, the children of Israel didn't even have to lift a finger. Uh, you say, what did they do? They had to lift up their voice. They shouted, they blew the trumpets, and poof, God knocked those walls down uh, in Jericho. And I thank the Lord that He is still able today. He's able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. Jeremiah 33, 3, call unto me, and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Uh, if you can figure it out, then, then, then God doesn't have to do it. But it's when you can't figure it out, that's when it has to be God and God has to come through. And He is a God that hears and answers prayer. And I'm so glad for that. Let's look at Psalm 100. We saw yesterday as we, I say an overview, it really wasn't much of an overview yesterday because we only got to uh, one thought really. But we saw in Psalm 100 yesterday, we saw the sound and we talked about singing. Uh, you gotta make some noise uh, in praise to God. Now, there's nothing wrong with having a, 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 a heart that is thankful and having a heart that is grateful and, and having a heart of appreciation and gratitude for God. Nothing wrong with that, but it shouldn't stay there. It, it ought to come out. In Psalm 100, verse 1, it says, Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Um, uh, all ye lands, serve the Lord with gladness. Come before His presence with singing. Singing means that somebody's going to hear you. If anybody's around, they're going to hear if you are singing. It doesn't say come before Him with thinking. It says come before Him with singing. And so we talked about uh, the sound and the singing. And I hope you make some noise. And I hope the noise you make is not always complaining and not always criticizing, and oh, this is so hard, and oh, this is so awful. No, it ought to be a joyful noise. It ought to be a happy noise, uh, a noise of praise to God. Let's look today, number two, at the word serve. Not only the sound, but the word serve. It says in verse number two, serve the Lord. Now, there's a lot in this verse. I think we understand serving is working. Serving is labor. Can I tell you, work is not easy. Work and play are two different things. Work is hard. There's going to be uh, some blood, some sweat, and some tears if you and I are working like what we should do. By the way, the Bible talks about work, and the Bible says we ought to work. As a matter of fact, uh, the, the, the Bible pattern is six days shalt thou labor and do all thy work. Uh, many people don't do that anymore, but I'm just saying you ought to work. And then the Bible says, whatsoever thy hand findeth to do, do it with thy might. So whatever you're working on, whatever you're doing, you ought to give it 100%. You ought to give it your best and do all to the glory of God. So it says serve, but it doesn't say serve the pastor. It doesn't say serve the Sunday school teacher. It doesn't say uh, serve the, 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 the people in the church or serve the neighbors, although those are great things to do and we ought to do those things. We ought to serve others. But this verse says serve the Lord. And you ought to serve the Lord. You ought to do something for God. You ought to do something uh, that, that pleases Him. You ought to do something uh, that brings honor and glory to God and something that is in obedience to what He has told us to do. Serve the Lord. You say, whew, Pastor, I'm, I'm trying. 
I'm serving the Lord. I'm serving in the nursery. And praise God for nursery workers. I'm serving on the bus route. Praise God for bus workers. I'm serving God in the choir. Praise God for musicians. I'm serving God in uh, the Sunday school. And I'm serving God in the master club. And I'm serving God in the Christian school. And I'm serving God. I'm going out soul winning. And I'm going out knocking on doors and, and visiting and inviting people to church. And, and I'm serving in prayer. And I'm serving in, 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 in working and all those things around the church. Wonderful. But notice what it says. Serve the Lord with gladness. That's where some of us miss it. I've known some Christians that they worked so hard, but they were miserable. Uh, they felt like they were the next martyr. They, they felt like we still live in the New Testament times where you know Christians were being, uh, being executed and Christians were being tortured. Friend, I got news for you. Uh, we're not living in those days. Now, those days may come eventually in other parts of the world. People experience persecution. But friend, we don't have it hard here. And can I tell you, even if we did, this verse is still true. We should serve the Lord with gladness. I want to encourage you today as you serve the Lord, as you go about being a Christian, as you go about being a witness, as you go, and out, go out being a testimony and, and telling others what the Lord has done, let's not do this. Let me tell you how hard it is. Let me tell you how bad it is. Let me tell you all the things I'm going through. And then at the end we say, but God's still good. Well, duh, of course he's good. It says it over and over and over again in the scriptures. And I'm glad we know it from the scriptures because we certainly don't know it from listening to you. And we certainly don't know it from your face. And we certainly don't know it from your attitude. May God help all of us as Christians. May we serve the Lord with gladness. What a privilege that we get to serve the Lord. What an honor. Uh, uh, what an opportunity we have to serve the King of kings and Lord of lords and, and to, to do our best to demonstrate our love and our gratitude uh, and our thankfulness for what God has done in our lives. Let's serve the Lord with gladness. I think I probably use this example every time I talk about this verse, but let me at least be consistent and do it again. I love that passage. In the Old Testament, when the Queen of Sheba, she came to, to see the greatness of Solomon. She came to see all of his riches, and she came to hear of his wisdom. And you know what her takeaway was after visiting Solomon? She said, I, I've seen your riches. I've seen all the possessions. I've seen your, your power. I've heard your wisdom, all of those things. But this was the thing that blew her mind. She said, happy are these thy servants. You see, she knew that people serving a king, they were supposed to do what, they, what, what, what the job was. They were supposed to do their best. They were supposed to do a good job. But she said, I've never seen servants that are happy like this. They, they, they have a, a, a good attitude. They are, they are privileged. They feel like they get to serve you, uh, King Solomon. And I want to tell you, we have a greater than Solomon that we get to serve. We have the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, and what a privilege it is to serve Him. I hope people will say that when they see us. They'll say, wow, those people, those Christians, uh, those folks over at Victory Baptist Church, boy, those people that talk about being born again, there's something different about them. They're happy. And may God help us to serve the Lord with gladness. Hope you have a great day. Thanks for joining us and we'll continue tomorrow as we work through Psalm 100. Hope it be a blessing to you. Have a great day. See you tonight and we'll look forward to a good service. God bless you. On the winning side.
Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.